I didn't have the words for it at the time, but I've been through burnout several times, um, several times in my career. And, you know, I, as I look back at it and I have a different language to be able to apply to it now, like back then, I just thought I was, you know, doing an awful job of being a doctor that I wasn't cut out for, you know, full-time medicine because I had nothing left over for my family. I was being an awful mother, you know, all this baloney. Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. <laughs> yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. Hey, nurse friends, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have on a special guest today named Wendy Schofer. She is a pediatrician. She is a lifestyle physician, a certified life and weight coach, and she is also a health and wellness coach, which totally speaks my love language. So I'm super excited to have you on today. We're going to be talking about Wendy's business. She has a business called Family in Focus where she helps with pediatric obesity and really supports parents who are worried about the weight in their family. So Wendy, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to dive in to learning more about what you do and really excited for you to share with my listeners how you've taken your 20 years of experience being a pediatrician and how you've kind of transitioned back from being inside of healthcare to having something in the online space. So welcome to the Passive Income Nurse. I am so excited to be here. Oh my gosh, I, I see a lot of geeking out in our future. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh, this is wonderful. It's, you know, no pressure. Like how do you take like 20 years of practice and like boil it all down to where you are right now? And, uh, oh my gosh, it, it, it's such a journey, isn't it? Like, just kind of like how we get from here to there, how we incorporate yeah, it's all like of, a, it's just an evolution, right? It's like, you constantly are learning, you're constantly growing, you're constantly evolving. And I think just as you know, someone being in the healthcare space, I think that is so needed. Um, I think that's why we have a lot of burnout inside of healthcare is because we're not continuing to grow. We're not continuing to learn. We're not continuing to evolve. And so you have the stagnant healthcare professional that gets bitter. They're jaded. They're, you know, they have all of these emotions surrounding their career. When in reality, if you grow with your career, you grow with, you know, who this you know, person is that you're evolving into. I think that's really um, where you can step into like, kind of like aligning that passion and that purpose together and really being able to do something that lights you up. 
you're totally speaking my language. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it's funny because, you know, I, I didn't have the words for it at the time, but I've been through burnout several times, um, several times in my career. And, you know, I, as I look back at it and I have a different language to be able to apply to it now, like back then, I just thought I was, you know, doing an awful job of being a doctor that I wasn't cut out for, you know, full-time medicine because I had nothing left over for my family. I was being an awful mother, you know, all this baloney. And it's like, I was trying to fit what, what do you say? Like a, like a round peg in a square hole or whichever way, the other way around anyway, but it, it was something where I was trying to make myself fit within something and that uphill battle that comes with it. And I was like, over time, I kind of took that journey where I explored more and more things that brought me joy. It wasn't because that's what I needed to do to fit the mold of being the good doctor, the good wife, the good mother, all of that. And it just evolved, mm-hmm. it evolved. And, and that's how I got here today. But I think that's also where I gave myself a lot of permission mm-hmm. to not, to not fit somebody else's mold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that comes with a lot of, um, you know, society tells us that we should, you know, be married by age 25, have two kids, have the, you know, the house or the white picket fence. We should be driving the minivan. We should have a career together. We should have all these things in place. Right. And it's like, when they don't happen, we feel like we're a failure. And so like, same thing inside of your career, like you probably had this, this plan, I'm going to be a physician and I'm going to make this amount of money and I'm going to have, you know, the life and be able to do the things. And then it's like, when you're inside of it and things don't go quote unquote as planned, you feel like you're messing up. You feel like you're a failure. You feel like you're doing something wrong. And so giving yourself that permission to just follow your heart and to listen to your intuition and to be able to, um, you know, grow and evolve and change and still be able to use your skill set. Because, I mean, I think all healthcare professionals, you know, we get into the profession because we have that heart, that desire to be able to help others, to be able to, you know, make a difference in, in someone's life in some way. Um, so I think just being able to, stay grounded in that and, and, and stay rooted in that, but giving yourself the flexibility to be able to maybe do something that doesn't quote unquote, look traditional, that feels good to you, that may not fit inside the box. Like my thing is like, AKA think outside of the box, like think outside of the hospital, like when it comes to your career and being able to do something. Um, because while, you know, yes, we are needed inside of the clinical space, we are needed inside of the hospitals. We, we, we are needed in that environment. I think that being able to think outside of the box allows you to broaden your horizons and, and, and it ultimately, ultimately allows you to make a bigger impact in this world. Because if you think about the online space and how big it is, right? Like, I mean, you have the capacity to reach people literally all over the world. And so if you can take your expertise into this space and be able to do something that like lights you up, that you just enjoy, that you're super passionate about, and you're you're being able to make an impact outside of the hospital walls, I think that's what this world needs. Like they need more people that are 
you know, that are willing to kind of think outside of the box and do something that may look a little bit different um, in order to follow your passions, to follow your gifts that have been placed on your heart, to do something um, that you're passionate about, to be able to show up, to be able to serve, to be able to make an impact. Because, I mean, ultimately, I feel like that's what we've all been placed on this earth to do, you know? There is so much to unpack there. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You know, so, but here's the thing. So I think that so much of what you just said comes with the experience, comes with us having had this, this lived experience and recognizing that it's not all, you know, the picket fences and the rainbows and daisies and all that baloney. And I got to tell you, I, I don't know that my vision was necessarily that I was going to have this like fairy tale story. Mm-hmm. Um, I never wanted the minivan until I got it. Oh my God, it was amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> that minivan was fantastic. But looking back in, in my own experience, it was always, it'll get better when, mm-hmm. you know, I just need to suck it up. I just need to get through, mm-hmm. you know, in my case, you know, going back with high school and college and medical school and residency, and then my military time, like all of it, it was like, I just need to get through. It's always the next four years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just need to, to get there. And then it's going to be better. Yeah. And when I would get there, it's like, I'm, I'm looking over the edge of the cliff going, Oh, good God. Now where, now where am I going? Yeah. It's like, it's not better. And so I think a lot of that required us like actually going through that experience and realizing that we don't get to some glorious place that there's, there's hardship. And, and I, you know, like I I talked about the burnout, but I'm grateful for that because that really was something where it made me recognize that for me, it it was like the the whole thing about what I was in control of and what I wasn't in control of. Mm -hmm. And I kept on kind trying to control all these things. Mm -hmm. And finally, you know, I, I woke up to looking at myself going, man, this stinks. This totally stinks. I'm not enjoying any of it. This is not the life, the career that I wanted Mm -hmm. the family. Like, what am I doing here? And so I kind of let go of that idea of what it needed to look like over time. This was not a sudden thing, but I just started doing things that I'm like, I'll try this. I'll try that. I have no idea what it's going to look like. And, you know, some of the things I tried, I did not like them whatsoever. Okay. I moved on. Yeah. And the other ones I'm like, okay, that's not so bad, but you know what a lot of it looked like? It wasn't professional stuff at all. Mm-hmm. It was, um, I had a, a, a running, you know, a knee injury, so I couldn't run anymore, which is totally what I always had to do in the Navy I had to run, um, couldn't do it. And so I tried yoga, mm-hmm. did not like it, tried it again. Cause my girlfriend kept on pulling me back. <laughs> like I, you know, that's where that was my introduction to yoga. Yeah. And then later on, I was introduced to weightlifting. Like all of us, you're like, why are you talking about that? That's not medicine. Oh, no, no, no. That is totally the medicine. Mm -hmm. I went out and I explored things that were just for me. Mm -hmm. And I found that I, first of all, enjoyed them. They were healing me. And I discovered 
that this was pulling me forward in a new direction that was totally fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, that, that's what I'm using as my litmus now, you know, yeah. my litmus test. Like, what is it that's fulfilling me as I'm doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I love that. You know, you mentioned it's like, you know, if then, if then, like, if I can just make it through, like, you know, when you're in medical school, when you're in nursing school, it's like, if I can just make it through, right? And like, I was there in nursing school. And then I was there again, when my kids were little, I'm like, if I can just make it through this diaper stage, (laughs) if I can just make it through them sleeping at night, like if I can just, you know, if, then, when, and then we expect that when we get through that, that things are going to be miraculously different. And the big key here, I think is that at some point we have to make a choice that things are going to be different and that we are going to do something different because if we do nothing different, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. And so mm-hmm. if you're a nurse listening, if you're a healthcare professional and you're listening, like Winnie and I are having an amazing conversation. I mean, you're here, she's been a pediatrician for 20 years and you can see how, <clears throat> you know, in her career, she's talked about being burnt out, but then she was, you know, came to a point where it's like, okay, I've got to start doing something different, right? Like you, you knew that you weren't, you know, you were, you, you couldn't stay where you were. You had to do something different. And so as she started exploring things, like she mentioned outside of healthcare and being able to pour into yourself, I think that opens up a space inside of you to open up other opportunities. And so as you're doing things that light you up or that fill your cup, um, you're able to just kind of have that headspace, I think, to be able to think outside the box and to be able to do something different, to be able to pursue something that you're, you're passionate about. And maybe that is inside of healthcare. Maybe that is outside of healthcare. But ultimately, I think it comes back to ourself and being able to make that choice because we have a choice um, of how we're going to show up. And it's not going to miraculously get better. It's not going to be something that changes overnight either. Um, So you have to give yourself that grace and you have to give yourself that realistic expectation of, you know, over time that you will evolve and that you will change and that you will get through the hardships, but you can't think and have the mindset of if, when, like, you've got to be able to like say, okay, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to make a choice. Um, and then move forward from that place and that mindset for like ultimate, like true lasting change to be able to take place. It's funny when I look back at that now and all the fallacies of it, you know, like when my kids get out of diapers, when I get through medical school, and it's like, I was always looking, you know, forward, you know, on the, on the horizon and now I I have such a different language and approach to it now. Like if I could go whisper back and in that young mom, that young doctor's, you know, ear, like, Hey, you know, young Wendy, this is it. This is the moment right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And even when, you know, I was going through all of the challenges of, of burnout, like, what is it that I'm learning right now, as opposed to pushing it away, which is not trying to change it into some kind of, you know, pretty kind of experience. It, it was miserable, but 
it was really something where that was that moment. And, and I'm learning that now where, you know, as I'm going through the discomforts of, you know, building a business, putting myself out there, oh my goodness gracious, like, you know, (laughs) becoming a speaker. Oh, like even just saying it, like it brings up anxiety. Being on podcast. Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, But it's that thing where it's like, you know, noticing, okay, this is uncomfortable right now, but it's not that I have to push it away. What can I learn from that? How is it making it making me stronger? And how is this just part of the experience? Mm -hmm. And again, it, it, it's not like if I would, if I would tell my daughter that right now, so she's the the 20 year old, if I would tell her that she'd be like, mom, come on, stop bringing all that woo in here, you know, like, (laughs) but that's something that we learn by living through it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you bring up, um, that this is the moment. And this is like, as you were saying that, like in motherhood, this is something that, Um, you know, I've evolved to, because I was in those times that are just like so overwhelming, so exhausting. Um, But to be present in those moments, because that is ultimately like what life is all about is being present in that moment and embracing the hard, like embracing that hard time when my, my kids were little, because you're not going to get that time back. And so again, just like shifting that mindset to just being present in the moment, to embracing the hard and realizing that as you're doing new things, whether that's in motherhood, whether that's in, you know, creating a passive income business or creating something outside of your quote, normal career, um, that it will be uncomfortable and that you have to realize that it's okay to experience that, you know, that place where you are feeling that, you know, that uncomfortable feeling because you have to know that you're growing through that. And so it's like, it's exciting because, and then it's like, what's on the other side? Like, I'm like, I'm so nervous. I, you know, I've been, you know, like I've been offered to speak at these virtual speaking events, you know, since I've started my podcast, I've had a couple of people reach out and I'm like, well, that's uncomfortable. Like, I, I don't know if I could do that. And it's like, <laughs> no, like I'm going to accept the opportunity and then I'm going to grow through it. And so I did a free speaking event over the summer. I learned from it, right? Like it was my first one. And now I have a paid speaking event. I'm like, okay, like I'm making progress in the right direction, but it's uncomfortable. It still is, you know, and you have to really push through that that uncomfortableness or just learn to embrace it because it's exciting to think about what's on the other side. Because I ultimately think that, you know, you had mentioned just kind of going through, like you were, you were grateful for the burnout and for the things that you experienced that were hard because they have ultimately made you who you are today and have gotten you to where you are today. And so they're, they've all just been learning experiences. So if you can like look at like every situation as it's not a failure, like you can try something. If you don't like it, you didn't like yoga, you can move on. Like, it's okay. It's not a failure because everybody's telling me I need to do yoga, but I don't like it. Well, it's okay. 
you didn't fail, right? Like you learned, you learned something about yourself. And so from there, you just move on and you try something else. Like if you had a business adventure and you tried it and you failed, that doesn't mean that you're not cut out to be an entrepreneur. Like it's okay. You learned something through that experience. So it's just continuing to learn and like continuing to, to grow and, um, just learning through that, that uncomfortableness it speaks that to my heart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stuff. As a pediatrician, I keep on hearing the words growing pains. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yes. Like you, that's the thing. And, and like, oh my gosh, I love how everything comes back to like what my kids have taught me along the mm-hmm. way, but like with going through growing pains, we need to expect that discomfort. Mm -hmm. as we grow, you know, growing pains are normal. And then when we start like, you know, kind of reframing it, instead of being worried about why is my kid, you know, complaining about his leg pain at night all the time, but looking at, Oh, hold on. This is him growing. I wonder how big he's going to be. You know, I wonder where this is going for him. And, um, oh my gosh, it's funny when you mentioned the, the yoga part, because, while it was uncomfortable and I didn't like it, I went back. Mm-hmm. I kept going back. I fell in love with yoga. I'm actually a yoga instructor now, but that's the funny thing yeah. that it's like, sometimes you need to just kind of figure out for yourself. Mm-hmm. What is the discomfort that I want to stick with? Mm-hmm. Discomfort doesn't mean run far away. No. And, and especially as you're, you know, talking about that, you know, speaking, oh my gosh, you know, we, we are cut from the same cloth here, Um, (laughs) but you know, the more that I recognize that I can say this out loud, this is a normal thing. Like, how can I reveal my, you know, vulnerabilities? Mm -hmm. You know what? I think it needs to look a certain way. And I've built this like defensive wall, like, oh, I can't do it because I won't have it look that way. Mm. And when I can just, you know, let down that wall and just be me, just be like, yeah, you know what? I'm nervous as anything. Whenever I get on stage, (laughs) I'm nervous as anything when I'm being featured, all of a sudden it lets the real me out. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's where the real connection comes. So it's like, you know, you can, you can keep on going with what it needs to look like Mm -hmm. or embrace what it is right now. All the discomfort, all of the mess and the muck and all of that, but that's where it's really happening right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. I love that. Magic. So true. Yeah, it really (laughs) is. It really is. And I think it comes with, um, you know, I mean, I think it's wisdom, you know, going through the things and, um, you know, back in, like you said, if you were trying to talk to your 20 year old and looking back on my 20 year old self, I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's a disaster. Didn't go the way that I planned and my life is falling apart. I didn't get, you know, to do this or that with my boyfriend. Now it's like, you know, I mean, those were such small things. And so as you, you know, experience life, you get to realize like, okay, like what are the things that really matter? Like in hindsight, it was like, really like that was not something that, you know, warranted like all the time, all the energy, the tears and all the things, right? <laughs> it's like, it just, it just wasn't worth it. So <clears throat> I think as you grow 
and evolve and you learn and, and just through life experiences, you're able to kind of just process and kind of have that, um, I don't know, that just, uh, that, that different perspective about things. And so I think that's really important as you're, you know, as you're inside of healthcare and maybe pursuing something that's been placed on your heart or pursuing something that is outside of healthcare, or that may look a little bit different that, um, you know, it's okay. And just to really have that, that perspective shift, I think, um, it's kind of the first step in allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to be able to do something that looks a little bit different. So, um, I want nobody sh- else is going to give that permission to you. That's it exactly starts with right. you giving it to yourself. It Absolutely. Does. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong way. You know, it's just, you, you, you know, you have to give yourself permission, um, to do things and to follow things that have been placed on your heart. And so, yeah, um, I do want to shift in, this is a good transition point to kind of shift into talking about, um, your coaching business. And I want you to share, how you got into it. And I know, uh, you kind of touched on a little bit, just kind of like you had been through life experiences and through, you know, you getting coaching that really helped you to be able to, um, be in that authority to be able to coach others. So your business, your coaching business is called family in focus. And so if you could just share a little bit about um, that with my listeners. Oh my goodness. Again, it's always like, where do I begin? Well, because I mean, all of this, it's like the unraveling of a story, you know, and all the different things that we've been through that have gotten us here. But I got to tell you with, with my coaching journey, it started off, go figure by me thinking this is what it needs to look like mm-hmm. <laughs> and then how it's evolved over time. So, um, to be honest with you, um, I thought, coaching was this new age woo thing that I'm like, okay, I don't know what language they're speaking. And then I heard, um, a a colleague. So a medical colleague that was just talking about her coaching business. And she was making references to, um, the life coach model, which I was like, what is this? I have to check it out. And when I did, I just dove in headlong because it opened up doors of communication Mm -hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. that I had never accessed, um, at, at home, um, in the office. And the more that I dove into coaching and being coached myself, okay. Totally started there. The more that I was like, oh my gosh, this is my missing link for me to be able to really connect with myself, connect with my family connect with my patients. It came down to communication mm-hmm. and opening up that kind of channel of understanding. Like what is your, what is your experience that you're having right now? Why is it that things are this way? And if you want to change, if you want to change what's standing in your way, mm-hmm. which is totally not the way that I ever approached anything in medicine whatsoever. <laughs> that is not the way that I was taught. And so, um, to be honest with you, what changed for me first was my relationships with my mother and my mother-in-law. And I got to tell you, if you can change my relationships with my mother and my mother-in-law, I'm in. And it, it, and that's where it was, but it's not that they changed. I changed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw that, I started applying it to myself. Like I just dove in and it, it's all about relationships to me. 
Mm-hmm. And so I, I did, um, I initially thought that that needed to look like health coaching because I'm a physician mm-hmm. and I need to tie this in. And so I, I did pursue health coaching and I recognized that that wasn't the full story for me. And so that's why I integrate the life coaching models as well. And so that's why you hear, you know, I'm certified in this and certified in that, you know what, ultimately that's just how I bring my own special, I was going to say special brand, but you know what I mean? Like it's just my, my approach is integration. I'm an, and person, this, Mm -hmm. and that it's not this or that. Right. And it's not black and white. And I think in, um, in, you know, in, in medical school and nursing school, it's like, you're, it's really black and white, you know, it's like, okay, you have this problem and okay. So we're going to do like, you know, if you have this, then we're going to prescribe you this. If you have this, then we're going to do this procedure. If you have this. So it's that if then when, right. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. I I love the integrative part about it because (laughs) um, yeah, I think that, you know, we've got to dig to the root of the problem. We've got to figure out, okay, in, in healthcare or you're experiencing, you know, these symptoms, it's like, why? Okay. And it's the same thing, like in your relationships, like if you are having communication issues, okay, why are we having community? And so it's like really digging into the, the why and getting to the root cause of the problem, um, from a holistic standpoint, you know, whether that be in your health, whether that be in your relationships, whether that be in your mindset, like, let's get to the root of the problem. Like you said, it wasn't, it wasn't them that changed it was you. And so you got to like really dig into the mindset piece of it. And whether that was shifting a perspective or whether that was like understanding that maybe that's why they're reacting the way they are and just really giving them that grace and that, you know, being able to understand instead of, you know, maybe push back or, you know, have those defense mechanisms where, you know, you, you, get angry and you, you experience all these emotions, um, which is a reaction to, you know, the way that they've behaved, um, or something that they've said or, you know, anything like that. So, um, yeah, the holistic approach and just the over the overall integration of, of the coaching and the, the health, I think that that goes hand in hand. And like you said, you use it in, your everyday relationships, your, you know, in your practice, you, you, you practice it. And then outside of, you know, I mean, it just is really encompassing, um, piece of just, I think everyday life is just to be able to bring that, that into, into practice. So, um, now your focus for your, um, for your, your coaching business is to support parents who are worried about, their family's weight. And so can you kind of tell us how, like you, you, you had mentioned, you thought it was going to look a certain way. How did you kind of evolve into, um, to being able to serve these parents that are concerned about their family's weight? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. It, you know, I've always tended to, to follow with the patients that have kind of the ongoing health needs And, you know, early on in my career that looked like developmental, you know, behavioral pediatrics. And then, you know, over the span of my career, it became more nutrition and weight focused. And quite honestly, 
I always felt like I wasn't really helping. Like it just felt like I was prescribing the tip sheets and, you know, consults and, and all of this, but, but I wasn't really connecting with the families. Mm-hmm. And so and really helping them understand what was going on and then being able to truly make meaningful change. And when I stepped back and I was really trying to look at, well, how would this apply, you know, with my new language, if you will, Mm -hmm. that I have, I was like, this totally is something that we have not addressed in the medical practice and being able to you know, help families navigate weight concerns. And, you know, it's again, coming back to relationships, you know, the relationship that we have um, with our food, we totally have a relationship with food. You know, are you dating? Are you frenemies? You know, are you in love with it? Like all of it, Um, you know, the relationships with food, the relationship with our bodies, Mm -hmm. Um, whether that looks like, you know, body shaming, body image, um, you know, just even looking at our, our focus on the scale, Mm -hmm. you know, and what we're thinking that we need to do with our body, what, what that relationship looks like, how we need to control our bodies. And then of course the relationship with our family members. So with our kids, as we're navigating all of this and, um, it all comes down to relationships. And so when I looked at that, I was like, this is, this is the way to go. And this is like, it, it, it just, it opened up for me. And that's where, you know, talking about like that, that interest and that passion driving you forward. Like, it's like pulling me forward. I'm like, there's no other option here. Like, I I totally see this. Mm -hmm. This is the way that I know that I can help parents, I can help kids, I can help the whole family in a way that just has not been done before. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that that's, that's how I got myself here. I mean, that's how I healed myself. I mean, it, it starts off with yourself. I saw how it helped me with my relationships. You know, I mentioned my family members, you know, with my Hi, mother-in-law, you know, (laughs) you know, but, but, but like I'm, I'm healing those relationships. I applied that to myself, you know, to my own body, my own approach to food, how much I was like creating all these rules and, and what that did for my family Mm -hmm. and letting that go, changing those relationships totally changed it all. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.